Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2361. A Fitness Epic, Your Story of Love, Health, and Self-Discovery, part two, by Steve Cam of nerdfitness.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Hey there, happy Tuesday, and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and more. Just like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors, and always with permission from the sites, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. Now, today's post is part two from yesterday. So, if you're new here or skipping around, I'd recommend listening to yesterday's episode first. That was episode 2360. But if you're all caught up, let's hear part two and continue optimizing your life. A Fitness Epic, Your Story of Love, Health, and Self-Discovery, Part 2, by Steve Cam of nerdfitness.com. After months of bodyweight exercises, walking, and water, again, the pants get a bit looser. You attempt to cook a meal yourself for date night, and it turns out horribly. You and your partner order Chinese food and binge watch billions. The next morning, you groggily step on the scale and see it's exploded up five pounds, and you're devastated. Your partner tells you not to worry about it, that they love you just the way you are, and in fact, they don't see why you feel the need to fix yourself. You get angry. Months go by, and the struggle slowly becomes less of a struggle but it's always weeks of success followed by steps backward, often with your partner. Despite your best efforts, they don't want to join you on your morning walks. They want to order in and watch TV rather than cooking together. They don't mean any harm by it, surely, but it almost feels like they're sabotaging your efforts to improve. Fights happen more frequently, and you worry about getting derailed after six months of solid progress. You can even make it through three full circuits of bodyweight exercises. In one of your conversations with your friend, you're told about this concept of using 20 seconds of courage to do things you've always been scared to do. So, you walk back to your mall and you sign up for a one-month gym membership. You don't do anything on the first day except wander around like a lost puppy and then hop on the treadmill to walk for a bit. Self-consciously, you're embarrassed about being unfit in a room full of fit people. So, you stick to the cardio machines in the corners where there aren't any people. You find yourself at the gym late at night. There are fewer people at the gym late at night. After a week, you work up the courage to try one of the weight machines. You're not quite sure what it is, so 
After a few scary seconds of fumbling around with it, you quickly go back to the treadmill. One Friday night, you're working out and you realize you're the only person in the gym other than the person behind the counter. Using that 20 seconds of courage again, you ask them to show you how to use the equipment. Turns out, this person isn't scary at all, and they gladly show you how to use all of the machines you're interested in. You run home and excitedly email your friend about your gym experience. They're fired up for you, which is unusual. Maybe things are starting to come together. You read an article online about how free weights are better for you than machines. So you make a commitment to yourself that you'll try one free weight exercise every other week. It's the final day of week two, so you Google how to squat and go to the gym to attempt your first real set of squats. Excitedly, you run home to tell your friends only to find out that you were squatting in a Smith machine instead of true barbell squats. But hey, it was a start, right? So you commit in two weeks to do real squats. You're not sure why, but trying a real squat where you drop your butt way down is a weird experience. It just feels right. Your butt and legs feel alive or something. Not only that, but only after you finished, you realize somebody was watching you. Wanted to come give you props. Most people just squat a few inches and call it a squat. You're doing real squats. Well done. Hey, how long have you been working out here? You sheepishly explain it's your first official day of strength training, but you read as much as you could about squats and wanted to do it right. And holy crap, you met somebody in real life who thought you looked like you belong. You may have even just made a gym buddy. A week goes by in which you go to the gym at the same time every day, hoping to run into that person again, but you don't see them. You keep squatting and start mixing in some push-ups and rows into your workouts. You dig in. You read and research. Things that would have scared you a year ago no longer seem so daunting. You can't do a pull-up yet, but you set a goal to one day complete one. Weird, the thought of a pull-up would have felt like human flight to you a few months back. Now it seems like something you can actually do with enough work. The old you feels like a lifetime ago. You start to do new things. The next weekend, you hike to the top of a freaking mountain. Well, it's more of a big hill, but whatever. You look out below and feel like a freaking rock star. You start thinking about your job. You know what? Maybe it isn't supposed to suck. You think about taking night classes and start asking to take projects that excite you. And your partner? They're starting to come around too. They've occasionally asked you for advice and you've seen them make healthier decisions too. Or they don't. And you're okay with that. You have a new strength and might just need to see where it takes you. Later that week, you stumble across one of your old friends from high school who literally doesn't recognize you at first. Whoa, you look totally different. What did you do? How did you do it? You look amazing. Was it wraps? Shakes? Let me know. I've tried them all and I still got 50 pounds to lose. I'm desperate. You say, I went for a walk and they give you a weird look. So you say, send me an email and I can help you get started. You figure if they're ready to try, they'll message you. If not, they won't. Either way, you've got a pull-up to work on. You just listened to part two of the post titled A Fitness Epic, Your Story of Love, Health, and Self-Discovery by Steve Cam of nerdfitness.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform 
with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. All right, you've heard this quote before. A journey of a thousand miles begins with just one step. Well, in these past two posts, the author, Steve, showed us exactly what this journey might look like. And if you were to talk to anyone that began a fitness journey, they probably followed a very similar path. They felt unsure of themselves. They may not have been able to go very far on that first run or walk, but they kept at it. Then, building on that confidence, they dipped their toe into another form of exercise, maybe yoga or resistance training. That started off difficult and awkward, but they remembered that walking used to feel difficult too and kept going. Well, now I sound like I'm just repeating what Steve already said, so I'll stop. I think you get the idea. The goal is just start. All right, that'll do it for today. Thank you so much for being here and listening every day. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.